studio thanks everybody for joining us it has been a long 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 time for me here but we're finally uh doing a podcast all of us all three of us oh and let me turn my sound down <laughs> it's been it's been so long i forget how to do this you need to operator. add that on your checklist yes put that on my checklist uh thanks everybody for joining us rc after hours we were back in the 50 dollars studio here and everything actually still works uh, we blew the dust off of it. <laughs> so um, lots to talk about today. Um, but I think what we'll do, uh, of course, joining us is Mike Coolins. Hello, everyone. Uh, back from Flight Fest and also Andre in the Great White North up there. Hey. Uh, he's still uh, kicking in alive after the uh, the heat and the rain at uh, FFO. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we're going to do a podcast and uh, I, I guess, man, I, I don't know where to start. Let's uh, let's start about Flight Fest. I guess you guys were there. I, I of course, was not. Oh, I forgot to tell Patrick Murphy if we were doing. <laughs> we wanted to throw him in here. Darn oh, it! Oh yeah, why did you? Uh, I forgot. Oh, way I'm to so go. sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's Mike's fault, not yeah. mine. Yeah, not darn mine. it. He went to do a mashup. So Andre, this is man. I can't even. Is it four now? Five? What's what number is it? Four. For Ohio, I think it was the fifth or sixth. So 14, really? 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. So sixth one at the Fury Field location. Yes. Holy cow. I can't believe I know. Yeah, it I know. The sixth one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So and and so that'll be, I think, and then you've got Texas, California, and Florida. So that'll be the ninth flight fest uh, in, in the books. So mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Wow. Uh, so I see you guys got a little bit of rain, so it kind of maybe started off as Mudfest a little bit, but it, it turned out uh, pretty good, right? Yeah, you know, um, we've been 
making little design changes as the years go on. And this year, the big difference was we actually contained what they call show central. And we, we had those metal barricade gates and that kept, um, that kept all the rolling traffic out. That was always what was causing all the ruts. It wasn't the people foot traffic or anything. It was the vehicles. Mm -hmm. So as soon as we were able to get all that out, so no golf carts, no bicycles, which really upset the kids, but it was like, okay, give, give the ground chance. And, uh, cause it had been so saturated. I mean, you guys, Ohio had been getting hammered with oh, rain yeah. for weeks. About, even like the, on the, uh, the Monday it was rain. Mm -hmm. Um, when they were setting stuff up, they were, we were moving tents, uh, because, you know, like where, where one of them, the volunteer tent was, it was in a puddle. So they moved it right away. Yeah. So yeah, lots of water. Uh, there was some pretty intensive things. I, I mean, we're sitting there and there's not a whole lot we can do, but we're getting tornado warnings mm -hmm. and flash flood warnings. So, you know, to, uh, when those or tornado watch was, which it means it's on the ground. There's a tornado somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, wow. And it was just coming. And I got photos of like the, the end of the West runway and it's under two inches of water. No kidding. <laughs> like it was all flowing in one direction, mm -hmm. which was easy to anticipate and work around, but still a huge amount of water. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I had yeah. full intentions of going there Thursday night and I typed Mike Finley. I'm like, is it, I, I can only assume it was yeah. bad. I mean, further south. No. And, yeah. and he's like, do yeah. not come. And I didn't mm -hmm. want to tear up the yard. As bad as I wanted to get together with everyone that mm -hmm. night, I'm like, I just, yeah. I'm not going to do that. And I stayed home because it was bad. Yeah. We, you know, we, we've had enough experience with the weather that we know. So we, we just, told the campers you know even but in rv Sit we got still. permission for you to yeah. sit yeah go down mm -hmm. to the stadium go down to the church we've done this before it's funny yeah. you know we all sat there and the game plan was known and so we rolled them out and we started the shuttle service and you know and it, it worked out but it was still like okay please don't be as bad as that that previous event you know right. that the mudfest year which was what 16 i want to say uh, Maybe seventeen. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you guys, you guys, you were in Big Red that year. Yes, that's right. So, <laughs> yes. um, and Big Red was on standby. Oh, Big I Red bet. Was, was Big Red was ready to be loaded up and brought over. Uh, so you know, and it was just it just anyhow. I mean, it was that was that was the it's, lowest it, it point of like the entire event. People sat still and didn't rut it up, which was nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. they just kind of yeah. hung out and didn't do right. the things they asked us. Yeah, there was know, some so. you know. We were, we were putting down, you know, pieces of wood and everything where the merchants were like, um, uh, Josh Finns. Oh, I felt so bad. He, his, his, you know, his little pop up, his retail retail pop up were, were, were in the merchant area. I mean, we were basically, I was surfing on, on the board where his water was wow. coming through his tent area. Oh, it, was, it was crazy. It was so bad. Like we were like, okay, well, we're going to have to go get some straw. And we went out to, we went into several places and they said the weather had been so bad that no one's been bailing straw. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. None of the, yep. none of the farms up. So we bought wood chips and actually that worked really well in the, mm -hmm. in the, in the build tent. So, I mean that, that if, if that's the biggest criticism we had of the event outside of the, the, the normals, the normal stuff that just, we, we tweak and everything. And I, I'm, I've got a huge amount of notes that I'm going to be putting myself through and just so I'm, uh, you know, up to, up to speed on what, what, what we want to try and achieve for next year. But, um, you know, the building, the building was awesome. You guys saw that when you came down to visit that one night and, yeah. you know, just having, having a store mm -hmm. in a, in a physical location now, yeah. I mean, really the wrap up was so easy, but just, you know, it's, it kind of anchored the event. Um, and 
everything just seemed to be well within reach and and i had a blast i couldn't believe just how much uh how much fun we were having and i flew every night i flew multiple times uh and just had a really good time with it (laughs) we failed to do the radiant flight though no, really. Well, no you, see, you, you seem pretty burnt out, and I totally understand it. At that point, when we were discussing maybe doing a radiant collective fly, and you're yeah. like, I just can't focus on one plane <laughs> amongst a cloud of radians, and I'm like, I totally understand that. I get it. You know, right? I wanted to do it too, but I, I can only imagine how many people would have went up, and it would have been more stressful that than neither either one of us wanted at that point of the evening. Yeah. <laughs> We we did get like a few of us did put them up on Sunday, Sunday evening I after, saw, yeah. Yeah, just, which makes uh, me wish I would have hung out just a little longer Sunday morning. I definitely would have joined. <laughs> you on that, yeah, I want to I talk to you jealous. later because I heard you slept in your car. Well, <laughs> yes, for five hours. <laughs> it's kind of like a long. We'll nap. get to that later. Let's get to that later. <laughs> um, so Andre, after you know five six years of doing this, uh. It, is the event changed at all? Is it now kind of just maintained and stayed the same and, you know, or is it getting bigger? Is it getting less or do you, what, what's uh, the changes you, that you're seeing? You know what, from, from, and it's, um, from my end of it, it felt like it went like so fast this year. I don't know what it was, but you know, I sit there and I go, okay, I had seven nights in a tent and I'm, I'm, I got back to work on Tuesday. We drove home on Monday. I got back to work on Tuesday and it was like a blink of an eye. It went so quick. Uh, it ran from my end of it. It ran pretty smooth. Um, and I think the event is a couple things were different this year. A couple things we missed, like there was no STEM tent because Jake Marshall was off. He was actually teaching the teachers kind of thing. So he, he couldn't double commit. Um, uh, but it, it, uh, it, uh, it, it was flight fest. I mean, the bill tents were happening. The, the tiny wolf thing was amazing this year. They, they lit up the pavilion tent, which uh-huh. is the, the tent and they had all the lights inside. And so this thing was just glowing purple. It looked beautiful. Um, and, and it just, uh, uh it, it was so fun to hear all that activity going on. And from an event wise, I mean, the numbers were there, the people were there, the combats were crazy, absolutely crazy. Hmm. Um, and just, you know, it was a couple little tweaks. Um, so I think every year we still maintain, it still maintains that magic that we talk about that people get together and everybody has their groups and everybody just enjoys flying together. And it just, it just, for me, from my end of it, it's just to run it smoother and smoother and smoother and smoother. And, uh, I, you know, like every year we'll have our little teething pains and little things. And, and it just, from my end of it, I, I had a great time. Uh, and like I said, I flew every night. Um, you know, credit to, uh, it's, I probably could have flown every day without even flying any of my own planes. And I had way too many planes in my tent. I yeah. brought way, I brought too many. You do that every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't bring much, but I brought too many because I didn't fly. <laughs> That's all I know. That's uh, the first yeah, flight I, fest I didn't fly at. No kidding. Oh, yeah. that, and, but I was having too much yeah. fun with the, with friends, and right. it's like a well, family just, reunion. That was the know? other one. That was the other one. I, I from my end of it, managing uh, myself, um, I I was really cognizant of everything I needed to do mm-hmm. so I could stay on top of everything I deal with uh, as a type 1 diabetic person. Um, 
So, I mean, the, the guys were kind of giving, ribbing me pretty good when I'm like, okay, it's 10 o'clock or approaching 11 o'clock, I'm lights out because I need I need that minimal amount of sleep in order to function. Yeah. But I get up the next morning and the boys would be like, oh, coffee, here's Andre's coffee, you know, and I'd be caffeinated right away. <laughs> I, I have to give it up to you. Like, I don't mind three, maybe four nights in a tent, but seven nights in a tent plus working all day, that's rough, dude. I, that is, yeah. I got to, you know, Right to Andre because that I don't know how you do it. I I don't. I I you know what? It's funny. It's funny from from a personal standpoint. I found the event easier to manage uh, than going when I went back to work, and I think it's the difference between. um, For me, I always know that that constant physical. Mm-hmm. If I'm moving and if I'm going, I I can control anything about what I'm dealing with. It's when I get. Probably when I get back and like I'm sitting in a chair, I'm stuck in the office. Uh-huh. Um, there's just not enough physical burn. So it's this week has been really about me readjusting my diet and readapting to that, and and kind of just getting stuff in control. I think my metabolism was out; the it was just going. But I I really didn't have any problems throughout the event, and I you know Saturday night I stayed up and I had my uh, I had my one or two uh, adult beverages and I enjoyed the time, and then it was like okay you know. Mm-hmm. Um, back to work and oh so the guys in the chat are talking we'll, we'll bring this up we're, the 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 famous brownout issues yeah. at flight Fest. yeah we will bring that because it is a good topic and it's kind of interesting because so we're, we're all standing around this new building this new barn uh not the barn but the store it's yep. barn is the old location right and we look out and for the first time in in the six or seven years and we've been there multiple times i'm like there's another oil pump and, and John oh. Fury, the property. No, no, no. That's been there forever. And uh-huh. I'm like, I don't remember it. I'm like, I actually have to go back and Check look at footage. my old, yeah. well, some of my old footage. And I'm like, I don't ever remember. I knew there was one across from Lee road on the other side, mm-hmm. but this one was one in the middle of the field. Anyhow, the conspiracies about the dropouts and Browns caused by this stuff are, are going wild. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll dive into that. Yeah. So, you know, back on topic of, of the event, I think it just gets better. I think we we figure out what people want out of the event. We figure out what what's nice to make it go. And mm-hmm. and of course, from my end of it, it's just the the, the sheer caliber of the volunteers. Um, they make a huge impact on the event working. Yeah. Uh, and so so you know, without all that help and all of those people just giving up that time, it just I. None of us could make it manage, but uh, I think this year was nice. We made some little changes, and next year will be even better as far as I'm concerned because we've, we've got some really valuable lessons learned on how to make the event. Um, yeah, so <laughs> It's funny, too, because you, have, you so, have that set core of volunteers that kind of already know everything that needs done, which helps so much after right. doing it, you know, oh, yeah. what was it, five or six years you, you have some more core people to help out more than ever, you mm-hmm. know, that it's like, okay, you can just kind of give this person the head, this stuff and it gets, you know, it's going to get done with that core group. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it absolutely. Yeah. Is. And, and, you know, we, mm-hmm. we've collectively as a group now, um, you know, this is, like I said, this is the ninth one. And uh, as a group, and I've now run seven of these things, which is, mm-hmm. which is kind of mind boggling when you think about that. I, yeah. would, I um, would think like when you go to Texas and stuff, it's more challenging. Like when it was a remote site where you have to deal with all new fresh volunteers for the most part. Well, it's interesting because we had a couple of volunteers who were at the Texas one, and this was their first Ohio experience. Okay, and cool. they were, 
Yeah, I'm like, no, Texas, Texas, the flyaway ones test, actually the flyaway ones tend to be a little bit more relaxed because um, we set those expectations a little lower because we're not at home base. You know, we don't have all these, um, we don't have all these things that we we assume we will have, right? So, so Texas for me was just super relaxing. (laughs) Maybe the crowd level wasn't as high too. Oh, it was a much smaller, it was Texas, Texas was on par with like 2014, the very first one, you know, it wasn't wasn't huge. Yeah. A little more manageable then. Yeah. Less help. But, you know, as uh, overall, I, I think if, if you came as a regular flyer, uh, yeah. you probably flew your heart out because um, outside, it was funny because as I was making my notes, particularly on my own airplane, so obviously the Radian's a given. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about the Night Radian too because I've got a module somewhere I need to, I need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, looking at airplanes, um, it was really soggy and damp in the morning. I actually lost, I had to destroy my pink bomber, which was really upsetting. <laughs> it sucked up, it sucked up so much moisture. Oh, it was like wow. you touch it and it was spongy and wow. it wasn't like this. It wasn't flight test foam. Yeah. And uh, after I ripped into it, I discovered a, a, one of the ground wires for the ESCs were gone, which explains why it just wouldn't didn't have the power uh-huh. it was supposed to. But it was so saturated with uh, with stuff that I was like, ah, so I just took it all apart. So it's like it, my notes on what to bring next year are pretty simple. Radian, um, there's going to be a lanes plane coming, coming with me next year. Um, something that's a night flyer and uh, probably one more. So I'm really going to, I really, <laughs> I quote this now, but Cap and myself, a maximum of four planes. This year was crazy. I mean, I brought the Tundra and I fully had intended to fly. Mm-hmm. And then I just got so busy that I didn't want to put the wings back on, you know? And I was like, oh, yeah. Huh. Um, so what were some of the big things that happen there's always a few things at flight fest we know whether something caught on fire or the massive well, mike crash. finley was well, part of one yeah that I was one i did watch the video oh my god <laughs> joshua orchard was there with his beautiful hand-built p47, P47 with which, like 1732 rivets exactly yeah, like he right. counted everyone and did like a contest <laughs> i found which was amazing I, and, I got the number wrong but it was like that yeah. where it was down to the each rivet was counted for and uh now uh, were you there when it happened, Mike? Yes. I okay, saw so it. explain it. Like, I just watched a video, so I um, oh, looked like Mike was taking pictures. He was out on the runway uh-huh. trying to get some good footage of yep, it, and yep. he, and he kind of, and I didn't even realize at the time there was like a wood sign with a two two by one yep. or something, yeah, like yeah, telling the direction of landing and stuff, right? Well, he's taking first. He took off the plane. It looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. This thing was so shiny. It had like a loop. I mean. It definitely caught your eye in the sky. If you if you were look at just look up at the planes and saw that it was like it would have flashes of sparkle. Uh-huh. Just, it was beautiful, yeah. absolutely beautiful in the air. And he did probably seven or eight passes. Everything's going great. Well, he comes in, and I found out later because Mike Finley's like, why? I thought he would use the black tarp yeah. runway, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like, but all of a sudden he's like coming in the grass, and he said it was coming in so hot. He thought he couldn't get it to slow down for whatever reason. I heard him saying that afterwards. Yeah. So he decided to take it in the grass. Uh huh. Well, here he was the one who built those signs, and 
when I saw it happen to the naked eye, I thought it only hit Mike Finley. I'm like, oh, my oh yeah, gosh. I see him tuck and roll. Uh, he tucked and roll. I didn't think for an old guy you could tuck and roll <laughs> they, that quick. They but Mike said Finley ninja was pretty skills. good. <laughs> they were teasing him about his ninja skills. You know, right. he's like, well, there or lack thereof. You know, yeah. But it ended up when you look at the and he knew it too because he got hit between the sign and the plane when it was coming in. Well, the the sign did not, almost all the damage, but yes. it broke the spar. Uh huh. It hit hard enough wow. and it had enough momentum. And I think he said that plane weighed like 15 pounds so wow. you're not it would have broke his leg for sure or, or fractured yeah you know something uh-huh luckily the sign took the brunt of the force and it, it, it did quite a bit of damage to that wing you could see in some of the shots but, yeah and then mike rolled out of the way and he's like stood up because he saw the crowd yeah. like wondering what you know what was going on and he's like i'm okay but he he had he had twisted his his ankle we thought he twisted his ankle but here when he looked at the footage, there was a slight prop strike oh, on his ankle that no might, have, might have damaged a tendon or something. And it didn't balloon out as bad as he thought the next day. So mm. he ended up being okay, but there was some pain for that that evening wow. and stuff that he had. Okay, so the so question- he ended up being good, and <laughs> Joshua Orchard was uh, had to be devastated. Yeah. I mean, he said he's going to rebuild it. I'm like, oh, sure. my gosh, that's something that pristine, you right. know. It's like you felt for the guy for sure. Yeah. So. so did Mike Finley get the shot? Well, then he's going through the his camera roll, uh-huh. and I don't. I haven't talked to him lately, but he couldn't find it that night. He's You're like, kidding. "Where are all my f- flipping pictures?" Yeah. He's like, "He had a whole series wiped out." Gone. Oh my gosh! And I don't think he, he as he was tucking up. and rolling, he, he was missed, going delete, delete, yeah. delete, delete, <laughs> <laughs> something like that had to have it. I got to touch base with him, but he was devastated when we were looking later that evening trying to find his footage, and he didn't have it. So yeah. Like of course, you know, <laughs> epic moment, and and right. your your camera is. Um, Joshua says he's already nearly complete with the repairs. Oh my so. lord, kudos, man! Yeah. That is unbelievable. Um, where where it hit it? Uh, looking at his video and his photos, it was in the wheel well area where mm-hmm. the when the, the where the re- gear, mm-hmm. the gear retracts yes. into. So right. essentially, the weakest part, the hollowest point of the wings. Sure. So I get actually. Um, uh, on that strike too, I guess he's kind of lucky that it hit there because it, it caused the plane to to go in a little straighter. If it had to hit anywhere yeah. like a mid wing or, or, right. or at the other end, that plane would have wrapped around and cut Finley in half. So yeah, right. true, yeah. true. Huh. That was closer to the fuselage, kind of. Yeah, where it kept its momentum straight, straighter. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I forget what I was going to say now. But that was something memorable for yeah. sure. And I was like, yeah. I, at first I'm like, oh, I'm watching Mike Finley. I'm like, oh my gosh, he destroyed the, not thinking of a safety poor guy. <laughs> you know, I'm like, he destroyed this awesome plane. I had the plane at the, kind of like when plane you wreck bike. a bike or something, you're like, is the bike okay? But your whole body's broken. Oh <laughs> you don't gosh. care. Because you knew how much work went into that plane. Yeah. I was like, uh, wow. Sorry, Mike. I threw under, yeah, I threw him under the bus there. <laughs> Worrying more about the plane than my buddy. <laughs> But luckily, that sign sign did the damage to. I mean, mm-hmm. he which helped him out, yeah, for safety purposes. Wow. Uh, anything and, else? And big? Else? The tiny whoop, like he had mentioned, yeah. I didn't get to see it. They're like, you gotta go see it. I went in to look at the tent, and all the lasers, and they were they were closing it down and putting things away. I oh. saw like one little episode of it, and I think it was. I never met the guy, but Jesse Perkins was hosting yeah. that, yep. and yep. I guess he's the one who kind of started the tiny whoops or had a big huge part of it mm-hmm. 
and uh, him and Brittany were setting them. They were taking our golf carts. We're like, what are they doing? They're taking a whole line of golf carts we had closed for the night. You know? uh, yeah. Well, they were setting up the obstacle course, oh. I found out later, for the tiny whoops, which was awesome. You know, Right. That was cool. Yeah. And then I know later yeah. that night, <laughs> I'll just share this briefly, but it was later Saturday night, Jesse brought some of his tiny whoops over to like where we were hanging out yeah. a little bit at weather tents. Yeah. Well, I guess this is a big thing. And, and Lonnie King from the uh, Cleveland quad squad is like, Mike, you got to watch this. Uh-huh. He just sets the tiny whoop down and he goes full throttle to you. And it's like a little dot. In the You're sky. kidding. And me. then he, it just like drifted off. I don't think he went and got it or anything. He, <laughs> he just goes to the pop battery dies. And it no was like a little way. dot. And it floated away. It landed somewhere in the camp. I don't know where, but I, I know he didn't go look for it. I don't think. No <laughs> Unless way. he had some type of homing device. But he, he does that at like, an event, big, like just big events and stuff. He'll just take one off and let everyone watch at night. No way. And then just. Does he have the goggles on? He, no, he no, just, just. He set the remote down. <laughs> Just like we're all just, just watching. Just set it down, full throttle, set the remote. Oh, that is funny. I, I got a kick out of that. Could you? Okay, now look. Pretty funny. You walked along. So, so this thing takes off, goes who knows how high, right? It, it didn't go as high as I. The you battery think? does drain. You yeah, know, it's almost five minutes of probably a lift. You know, uh, constant lift. But it was, it was, and then like like I said, I know I had to land in the campground. It didn't go so. Oh, high you don't think it, it went too far? Into the, I don't think it drifted far enough, like off past the roadways or anything. I was just gonna say, you imagine <laughs> this thing goes. Five six hundred feet gets in the wind and lands over in a farmer's field. He comes out the next day and picks this thing up and like, what? Somebody is spying on me. I knew the government was behind this. You know, it's money. Well, that's something funny too. I saw him combining the like almost before oh, the event was even yeah. done. I'm like, you Are couldn't you, you couldn't even let people look for their parts and stuff. Like he's out there just demolishing. Well, I'm like how many planes did he crunch up doing it? That we were after? watching. We were watching Sunday afternoon, and uh, Matt from uh, from flight test lost his quad, quad during yep. big combat with the giant kraken. Uh huh. And so I'm I'm sending Matt a photo of the combine. Sorry, they found the quad. It survived. No I guess way. the awesome. Well, it didn't, didn't get run it. over. Nothing. The yeah. SD card was saved, and they had footage for the because they did the they they, they published followed, the the video. Yeah. So I was like, wow. But That's great you know, to it's hear. Just, I didn't hear that. I saw the images and stuff, but I didn't hear that. Well, it'd be interesting cool. to go. You know, walk through there after oh, the combine. I can't imagine the, <laughs> well, the carnage. They were flying parts. Um, one of the guys, Brian, he had he was flying his night radiant, and uh, <laughs> he had a he had a uh, structural failure. The front end of it just popped right off. No and way. They found, they found the motor and the and, and the part of the fuse that came off the next day. Awesome! Wow. That's crazy. It, it, it's almost like when I saw the combat, I'm like, okay, you couldn't mow this a week before, you know, to help yeah. people find like, their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like horrible timing. Right. You know, don't either do it way before yeah. or a week later, you know, not yeah. during the event. It's <laughs> like horrible timing. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Huh. I got a kick out of that. Yeah, right. Like he's going to have some interesting crops for their ESCs and we're <laughs> sitting there waiting for battery strikes. Yeah, we're like, like okay, what happened? Because uh, yeah. uh, the combats were pretty out. epic. I mean, that were was they good? To watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a stand one out there. They had the big kraken. Uh-huh. They had um oh what was the other one big one? Oh the one Ben Hart. Well, he didn't fly that one in there. It was the crack. There was another one, but I can't remember now. 
and there was always a, like a pink flight flight uh, FT flyer and uh-huh. stuff that we got a kick out of because it was always up there at the end. Yeah. Um, but Ben Harbor made a huge. What was a bomber of some sort? I can't remember the exact bomber. Like the three days he was E-52. there. E fifty two. It was phenomenal. And he flew and it. Had all these duck. You wouldn't believe the cables and leads hanging down when he was hooking it up. Uh-huh. And I, I think I was or. Uh, I think Joshua Orchard was holding his transmitter and they were getting ready to seal it all up and he's going through the crap or whatever yeah and he's like you lost an elevator so they had to take the back off uh, the back. Re- thankfully they caught it before they took off because it was working when he first put it yeah together and then all of a sudden he had to re-secure a connection in there but right he ended up having awesome takes take off and landings and that thing was a beast wow it was so cool to see in the air and um, to do that in the limited time that he did to build it, I guess he had things pre-cut, but still, the amount of work and energy they do yeah. to do that in a couple of days or whatever was just wow, um, phenomenal. A lot of people here are saying that they made a giant pink paper airplane just for you that was out flying. I think Andre might have <laughs> launched that. Is that right? Yeah, Andre, and I, oh. I took a wing off the kneecap. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, because yeah, a plane came in, a wing came in, and it grazed him. Thank God it wasn't a... It didn't a, graze a, me, Mike. It, it bounced hit, off my uh, knee. Thank it God. Pull because on. If it would have been a uh, forward prop pusher. It, yeah. He he would have been a polar attractor. Oh, yeah, would have been bloody. Wow, to say the least. So the big pink airplane was it in combat or did they were just out? Flying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it yeah? was uh, that was Lane's planes. Uh-huh. Uh, so that one's been around for a bit. <laughs> Thing is heavier than you think. Really? Uh, and so I, I did a launch on that one, and <laughs> he was having brownout issues, so it was getting a little it was getting a little sketchy. <laughs> wow. Was but, uh, was it? Everybody again having brown because I know they were talking here on the chat earlier that FR Sky really took a took a hit this year. But was it Spectrum and FR? Everybody it's having the normal hit? spectrums. Uh, yeah, there was. Um, it seems like it was a little bit more aggressive. I I flew uh, I flew one plane, but it turned it wasn't mine. It was Eddie Black's F eighteen, and I put that in way into the field. And uh, we thought it was a brownout, but it turned out it was a, just a battery that was just having a bad day. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, normal problems. I mean, yeah, we've always seen it there, yeah. But mm-hmm. the the running conclusion is it's the pumps. Um, yeah, they're they're punching out some pretty powerful data. I think so. Right. Um, and, and everybody has it. The fact that uh, that Orchard had one in, on his FR Sky is new to me because we've flown there before. I've never had an issue with my any of my FR Sky tech, yeah. but who knows, right? right. So it's uh, yeah, I think it's it's, it's a standard. Yeah. Well, this is it. This is it. I mean, obviously, combat. There's a lot of planes in the air, um, but I mean, it, that, that's nothing compared to like the challenge event that was done a couple of years ago. The um, uh, the giant fly off thing that they did for the uh, world record, the Guinness mm. World Record, and um, you know, mm. I don't know. I, I I can't tell you what works and what doesn't work. Mm. I mean, I I was flying my FPV and. Definitely, if you got near the store, you would see breakup, and uh, I, I had it a few times, and that's you know, but that was about it. Hmm. When did you? When did they fly the pink plane? Because I saw a video, but I must have not been there at the time that you launched at. Was that a Friday or something? Maybe. That's a really good question that I don't remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone said that was for me, and I'm like, I didn't really see it or was part of that. So I must have been. I'm guessing maybe Friday. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I'd have to look at the. Uh, I'd have right, to look at my phone. But, deal, but yeah, they it was, also, it was, they also it was, had it was, another pink plane. It was called the Hub or 
what was it? Bubble, du- double bubble, double bubble. And they had double bubble, and he oh, was wow. up in combat and stuff. It Sweet. was pretty funny. Uh, I'm seeing uh, some comments too on the chat that a lot of people brought planes this year that didn't fly, like uh, Lewis. Uh, he said he yep. brought four and didn't fly at all, which I'm I didn't know, so I'm not the only one no. that did this. Yeah. And I took a lot of gear. I barely had enough room to sleep in my car. I was yeah. like, and then I didn't use any of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I think what it was is we, we were having a, with the heat and everything, most of us by the end of the day, when yeah. we got done working, it uh-huh. was, okay, yeah. sit down. Everyone and, was burning uh, out, the volunteers. And, and it's funny because I would throw a plane up in the air and it was so, you're, you're fried. You're, you're mentally fried. And right. I'm flying going, okay, this is just sketchy. You know, someone's going to, you know, someone's going to run into me and I yeah. don't want to have to go fly my airplane after all this work today. So, um, yeah, I came now. Now that said, Sunday, once we were done rolling up the runway and basically shut down the event, I burned off so many packs. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a video, there's a video floating around with me flying you FPV the, and going in. Yeah, I went, went underneath the, the stage tent. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> you know, but it was funny, Chris, because I took off and I'm like, oh, man, I don't remember the last time I flew FPV. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh. A little rusty, huh? Then, yeah. <laughs> well, well, this was the, the little Sky Hunter, which has been through a lot. But yeah. I mean, that plane, you know, that's that's a really nice, you can slow that thing down. So I got back into it. And then, uh, you know, John John was there. He was egging me on uh, saying, okay, you know, I flew, FP- I flew, uh, I just flew underneath the, the stage tent. Your turn. Oh, and yeah. so I went around and I did it like three times more times and each time getting a little bit more sketchy. <laughs> yep, yep. Now, <laughs> a little now, bit more speed, a little bit more dive. Uh, yeah. Now, Andre, did you see any of the newer stuff there? Like, I don't know, I'm throwing, throw something out like the, the any new planes or, or some newer stuff that people were flying that uh, caught your attention? Now, obviously, we're going to talk about the plane behind you um, in a little bit, but I mean, did you see or get a chance uh, to there see? There wasn't so, so uh, manufacturer wise, there wasn't a huge amount of manufacturers there, or like distributors there. Yeah. Um, we were definitely down on the on a lot of the uh, normal guys. Um, so no one was really selling a lot of airplanes. Now, from flight test end of it, there they brought out a lot of the big foam. So mm-hmm. that that monster foam that that uh, Ben's B fifty two was built on, yeah. that'll be coming to market soon. So that's basically double the same twenty by thirty sheets, but double yeah, the double thickness. thickness. Yep. So John Overstreet. Uh, who's been doing some amazing work. So he's, he's a metal fabricator by trade, has been doing, like I mean, that P-47, he made the jugs that he made. They're huge. They run on the bigger flight test packs on 4S. I was like, wow. You know, these are big planes, but they fly really gracefully. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Ryan, oh yeah, I'll get to that one. Talking about Flex Innovation and their little mm-hmm. VTOL. They, they had showed that off at a couple other events, and it is pretty neat. Yeah. Really expensive, uh-huh. really neat. But anyway, the, the flight test stuff, yeah, they came out with a bunch of new airframes and everything. They look great. Um, there's an epic photo uh, out there of me ruining. <laughs> I giggled at this one because it was great. So, so I'm minding my own business, walking along, and Lane's like, hey. Lane's plane. Have you flown yet today? I'm like, uh, no. He's just here. There's a con- there's a warbird event going on, and uh, and he uh, <laughs> he throws Warman, which is his Norman, which is his little tubby yeah. cow looking airplane yep. done up in. Yep. It looked like the Red Baron. So there's this beautiful photo of these giant flight test P-47s and a couple other warbirds, you know, and then there's me flying Warman. <laughs> oh, wow. 
<laughs> yeah. It was leading the pack, you know, and every time the P-47s would go by to do a little flyby, I'd get there with them. <laughs> wow. Because it was ridiculous. I'm like, it was so, mm-hmm. it was so much fun. But, uh, yeah, and there's, like I said, uh, the, um, uh, the, the, the number of new planes. So the one plane I was looking for wasn't available or they didn't have it. They had it there, but they didn't have it for retail. Uh, and that would have been the flex. Now I went into on my own purchasing. I went into the event and planning to not buy anything. Yeah. Um, and just kind of let, let the, let the, let the, whatever was there inspire me. Uh, and I decided, uh, I was initially going to go and pick up that L 39 with the Russian scheme from motion RC. And, yeah. but I decided I was decided that I'm going to support manufacturers who come to the event because most uh, of these guys have got uh, to truck it pretty hard to get to Ohio. Yeah. Right. So I did pick up a Norman. I did pick up a ch- three channel, not the four. I'm uh-huh. probably going to buy a four channel wing, like a, an aileron cut wing next time I, I see, um, see lane. Right. Um, so that's the back of my bench over here. I'm going to put LEDs in it. And it was gig. It was goofy because he's like, he passed a remote to me one night on that one. It was it was getting later, and I was just giggling because it's just a simple, chubby three channel airplane, and you're kind of like just putzing along, and you can see it. It's got it's got great orientation, elevator, aileron, uh, rudder. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. Plane Jane. So I picked one up those right away, and then I was humming and hawing. I really, 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 really wanted to get from Flex the Mamba sixty because I've got all those six cell packs. Yeah, and when there's a day that you you know. There are days when I just don't feel like flying jets. Duh. You know, it's me. Um, get over it kind of thing, right? But I was like, ah, oh, you know, it'd be really cool. But the 60 has, uh, is probably going to come out this week as for, mm-hmm. from a retail sentiment. So I settled on the 10. And uh, that's, uh, oddly enough, Mikey Bixler uh, was an influence on that one. Cause really? He, well, Bixler, he's a he's a team pilot, and he's been flying one of those. He says, "Oh, Andre, you'll love this." He says, "What kind of 3D?" And I was telling him about the Sukhoi, and he's like, "Bech," you know, like the uh-huh. receiver in the Sukhoi is the problem with that one. I'm still going to probably rip that out. Yeah, but I decided I this would fit the bill. It, the price was good. Mm-hmm. It came with a battery. Um, oh, it came and with a battery. Yeah, uh, I don't have it on the bench, but it, actually, hold on. <laughs> it came with one of their. Um, the Potenza 45C 3S2200. So that was another reason why I was like, oh, you know what? Let's go with the Mamba 10 yeah. 3S2200s. I've got lots of those batteries uh, in that in that range of power and everything. And just, you know, it's already been programmed up. Um, and just, uh, it, it looks like a really nice plane. The build was super simple. I didn't even bother shooting a video. I kind of just did it one night. I, very foolishly, I <laughs> stayed up late putting it together. And uh, I think the most complex part of the whole build Wait, process was, is you in a build glue. tent doing that. No, no, no. I, I took it. I brought it home with me. Oh, I thought you said you were yeah, up all night. I didn't know if you meant. No, no, no. That was that was this, was, this previous week. Oh, previous. Um, okay. It's a very, it's a very nice. I went with a red one. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a red biplane. It looks nice. The wingspan is not huge. It's not a crazy over the top airplane. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, the biggest thing that you have to know about when you buy a flex airplane is you definitely, you definitely have to go through the procedures and set up the, um, you know, it's not a bind and fly kind of scenario. Uh-huh. You have to go into it. The Aurora boards are pretty amazing and sophisticated, but I needed my PC. I had to actually oh, hook really? it in. Well, cause you tell it what receiver, what bus uh-huh. you're using and everything. Uh-huh. So I was 
flipping around trying to get one of my one of my other receivers to work with it mm-hmm. and ultimately I just I, I grabbed something that I knew S bus would work on so I'm actually going to probably uh, order so I've got an eight channel receiver in there right now which is complete overkill when I'm using the S bus so I'm going to go put something else in there and save the eight channel for another plane without S bus that I need eight channels on right so yeah. um, but you go in there and just program it a little bit take the pro but all that access to the, to the to the flight controller and where you put the receiver is under the wing. So if you need to do any kind of maintenance service, you actually have to take the wings off the plane. Oh, ugh. So I'm like, ah. But, you know, if that's, that's the hardest thing. That's almost a bottom battery hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it's just a maintenance thing, right? So I'm yeah. like, eventually I'll pop it off. But it went together. Um, like I said, the hardest part of the whole thing is you have to, uh, the, the, the stands at the top wing go into the fuselage, little carbon fiber tubes. You actually have to glue, glue them into the base. Mm. And uh, really, my only other gripe was they used these tiny little screws, like they're like little servo screws, to lock the wing on the top. And of course, what do I do at like eleven o'clock at yeah, night? Drop one on the carpet. You yeah, know, I heard you. I put a comment like, "Couldn't he give us some extra screws?" Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So anyway, I went and I, I salvaged one out of a dead servo and screwed it in. It was oh fine, gosh, but it was that just like, little. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just just a little. They're just little holders, right? They I go bet into the as plastic. Small as the iPhone screw I dropped on the floor at work that I did, and my <laughs> yeah, buddy's like yeah. looking at, it, he's like. That's just a solder glob. I go, I lick my finger and I'm like, nope, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. He <laughs> talked, like, oh. and I had my visors wow. on. I'm like, you can't oh. even see those freaking things. I was replacing I the battery in my phone. My was this about ten year old phone? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the screw you don't. And all I did was put a little tension on, it, trying to get the Phillips head into the head. Oh, <laughs> it shoots man. off like a spray into my shirt. I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh because uh, there's little shields that hold the connectors down and they have some ridiculously small screws that's a nice looking airplane yes yes that's what <sighs> struck me now now the 60 well sorry the 70 looks even better but that's like a uh that's a plane you build up and that's some serious power behind it. the 60 was really nice looking uh-huh. but the 70 has got this beautiful yellow paint job mm. i saw the rv in person as well yeah the rv yeah yep. Oh, big airplane. Well, yeah. Really right. big airplane. Gorgeous looking. It's got the right size. It's got the right shape and everything. But boy, is that a big, big, big airplane oh. to uh, try and manage. So this was like, you know what? This is this is me being sensible. This airplane and I will probably get a lot of flight time because it's not a huge fuselage. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, when you get some yep. bigger yep. you know, I can fit this in the car just fine. Like I said, the did top mounts. Did you see Go ahead. it fly? Yes, yes, I saw them fly lots. They were out doing some stuff and everything. I've seen this airplane fly before too. Okay, so kind of like you know, this is me going to try out a little three D. It's probably going to do really well as a uh, as a really nice aerobatic. I'm more of an aerobatic pilot than than a three D pilot. But if I can get this thing into a hover and a few other things, we'll have some fun. You know, yeah. But it's got you know, it's got four aileron servos, so it's going to have a lot of throw. Um, and it's a really, it's designed really well. I mean, there's plenty of access to the front battery hatch and everything. Uh, those are the screws. If you're watching the video, those are the screws yeah, at the very top of the wings. Yeah. A lot of glue. You gotta, you gotta yeah. epoxy the posts in and that's mm-hmm. really the easiest. So a little thing, put it in 
and it's done. And then underneath, the wing covers off the battery access power, uh, not the battery access, the the control access. So when I get a other receiver that I know is going to work, um, I'll swap out and get my A-channel back. But for now, I've, I'm down one jet, so it doesn't matter, right? So, yeah. Um, the foam but, looks really good on that, like almost like an Elipor foam from Multiplex or something. It looks real smooth. Yeah. yeah. It's smooth. It's got a shine to yeah. it. Uh, yeah, it does. It certainly got a little, I think, fit and finish-wise, it's a little better than what I saw with the jet, the flex mm-hmm. jet. Mm-hmm. There are fingerprints on it. <laughs> Laundry's great, but that's like assembly dust, it looks like, so it wiped yeah. off pretty cleanly. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. So I'll get out fine it soon enough. I got to yeah. talk about that little screw a little more. Most people wouldn't even attempt looking for it, and I was debating, like, looking yeah. for this. But my buddy, he has a, a streamlight flashlight. It is so intense. It's a little handheld. Uh-huh. But we're always laughing. He's looking in equipment. It's like, it blinds you, all the reflective material. Like, I'm like, hey, buddy, can you bring your flashlight over? Sure enough, that enabled me to find it. <laughs> it's so bright, it hurts your eyes. Oh my He's gosh. like, I got to get rid of this. It's too bright, but... So yeah. uh, it's just funny story. We got a big kick out of that. Wow, awesome! What else, Mike? Oh, uh, <laughs> he got me. I know. Let's Hold see. On. I did have other things I wanted to talk about. Uh huh. Well, like I said, I didn't want to go Thursday night. Now I did. Well, we saw Eric Monroe, which yep. was nice to see him. That yep. was month. Was that Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Night yeah. Before yeah. the event started, yeah. and it was kind of cool to see that little core group that that helps out the most. You know. At, at, before the event started and we got to hang out a little bit then mm-hmm. um but saturday yeah i knew i was building up for a uh hold, hold, hold on to your pants saturday night type of event so <laughs> i was gearing to go i knew it was gonna be an all-nighter and i'm like i had i had well i don't like talk well we're after hours right it's in the morning <laughs> so i take a cooler full of beer yeah and and my intentions were to share, and I did share a lot of them, but I didn't dream it would be all gone at five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Patrick. Oh my gosh. Are you it, was a, it was a blast. Yeah. Like, so we're in our core group with Eddie, and I got to learn more about Eddie, Eddie Black's history a little uh-huh. bit and stuff, share some stories. That yeah. was a good time. And I met Alex Gregorius, I uh-huh. think, which Mike Finley and him were sharing a hotel. Yeah. And Mike Finley did it all wrong. He needed the carpool, or one of them. Had, they brought both their vehicles. Oh. I'm like, Finley, you're killing me. Yeah, you know, right. here I want to, I want to have some drinks, yeah. kick back, relax. Yeah. And he has no means of driving, oh. so I'm like, I couldn't encourage that at all. Obviously, yeah. I'm like, here I am driving. I'm like, you're doing it wrong. Carpool yeah. something, you yeah. know, because I want to hang out with you and just kick back and relax. Right. But anyway, so we we were up Saturday night to about. I don't know. I, I, Andre, I don't even know when you went to bed. I, I lost track because around one or two, it was really weird. We're all congregated and there's no fire. And I kind of get raffy because yeah. he's like, oh, yeah. it's weird having a group of people around yeah. and we had like a flashlight to look at. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like we really yeah, did. Yeah, we, we, we didn't have a pit this year, which something. was a little different. And, yeah. I, and, you know, I looked around and I didn't see no bonfires or it was hard to find. Huh. It was really weird. They didn't it, have their usually, normal fire. I'm sure they did maybe, but I, I didn't see it. I didn't know where it was at or how they were doing that. Maybe it was a Friday night or something I missed out. I don't know. Huh. Anyway, so we were all collected around there. We we extended our circle. We're out in the uh, the actual air airfield or whatever. We're in the middle of the runway, yeah, John runway, Fury's yeah, runway. Yeah, but oh we're just gosh. hanging out and yeah. And I know it was probably midnight or one, and it seemed like our group was kind of settling down a little bit. And Rafi comes over. He's from originally was a Poland, and he lives in Canada now, I think. And uh, yep. 
I got to know him a little bit better. And he's like, it's he, just the, his accent and stuff. I just get a kick out of this guy. And so we're settling down like, well, let's, I wanted to go over and see another group. And, and so I'm like, I saw people like walking by and like, let's see where they go or whatever. <laughs> well, I ended up talking, well, I actually talked to Robert Goff a little bit uh-huh. and they had a, they had some set up there. It was hilarious. They had like camouflage, blind material, a tower. They had a fake bomb in the ground, smoldering <laughs> smoke. It was pretty funny. Wow. That was with uh, Chad South. Uh huh. Robert got, and Chad South showed us all his layout trailer yeah. that was powering everything. He was running table saws and everything. Oh it was like, great. well, this guy's like, yeah. he's the one with the flamethrower. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, you're bringing a flamethrower to Flight Fest. What's going on? And then um, I think he did light it at one point with, you know, some people around to help out. But, um, and I forget who the other oh. guy was there, but. It was quite a layout at their campsite, so I got to talk with them a little bit. And then as it got later, I went over and met, talked to the Cleveland Quad Squad with Patrick Murphy mm-hmm. and uh, Raffy. And we stayed there till about three in the morning, and then they all fell asleep. And Raffy's like, well, let's go find some more friends. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, yeah, it's just a way funny how he puts it. He's like, let's go find some more friends to hang out with. He's like, I know a place where they're still up. I guarantee it. So we go to his spot. Uh huh. No, they weren't in bed. He's like, they're awake. I just don't know where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I swear to you, this is their bed. And they're, they're uh-huh. I'm like, well, this this kind of fizzled out. And then we went over and talked to um, Ryan and I think his name was Kyle. No, not Kyle. I can't remember his name. The ugh. He's the one that has the red tank that kind of pulls him around on a cart. Oh, I seen that. I forget. Uh, we saw it Tuesday yeah. night. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember the guy's name now. Sure. Mm. Oh, that drives me nuts. But we met Orion, and he was talking about his the year before Flight Fest, how Multi GP kind of tried throwing him in a race before he, he was ready and able to, and uh-huh. they fried his quad, and he uh, had a bad experience, but he stuck it out, learned yeah. things, yep. and now he's the head of a, a quad group over in Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. And so he was sharing his stories, and then one kid... He's like, yeah, I don't go to bed. I'm like, he's like, I stay awake the whole time. I'm like, wow. And I think that Ryan was too, because uh-huh. it's five in the morning at this point. Are you and serious? Like, it was five yeah, in the morning. Yeah, when we finally left his site, we went over to, oh, we saw another guy. They were flying at night with no lights. We're like, we could hear buzzing around. We're like, who is flying? You know? Yeah. Well, here they had some type of night. It's called a owl vision or something owl where you can kind of like enhances the light but you don't put out any light type Uh of thing and he they were flying out all freaking night he's like this is just awesome so we talked to that guy for a while and then i'm like then patrick murphy and i look at each other like we gotta go to bed yeah right like (laughs) and we just kind of went to our vehicles and that was it and i I woke up at like 10 or so and i saw and i saw patrick out of his truck and i'm like when did you get up he's like i just got up too Like, oh, I thought you've been up for what? a while. You weren't taking down this. notes about Sean Patrick Murphy, Pardon? Patrick Sean Murphy for next year, taking down some notes. Uh, you know? <laughs> so, what car did you sleep in? Oh, my Veracruz. Oh, okay. I was, didn't know if you were yeah, thrown in the back seat no. of the Mustang. No, no. I know better than to do that. But I got you. So I had all my gear on one side, and I took two sleeping bags because I sleep in that hunting and yeah. stuff, too. Yeah. I knew it would work. Right. Because you can still lay out yep. and stuff. Yeah. So. Yep. But I know, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, the other Chad. He was sitting. No, he was sitting in our group. What's his name? Um, Chad and his girlfriend that used to work for oh, Flight Fest. 
Pardon? Uh, yes, I know who you're talking about. Chad. Oh, you're going to make me look. Uh, hold on. Chad. Hold on. Hold on. Chad. Chad. Anyway, they were nice. So, so they they hung out with our group a lot. And uh-huh. uh, I saw them looking in my car window. Like, I'm like, I could sense people like looking at me. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> checking to make sure you're still kicking, yeah. still alive. Like, I don't know. We haven't seen him move in about three hours. Chad Lewis. Were, Chad Lewis. Yes, that was Thanks, them. Mike. And uh, he... He he they 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 parked right beside me and they were they were at their car a lot. Like, uh huh. Probably mean, just making sure no, you were like, all right. Where, where, no, where they, they had actually lost his keys. Chad had lost his keys the night before, and I oh. found them the next morning on no, the ground. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. what they were looking yeah. for then. Because yeah. I'm like, what is all yeah. this commotion around my tent here? <laughs> uh, so. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised. And I'll tell you, that Cleveland Quad Squad, they were playing harmonicas, ukuleles, guitars. We're like, this group is chill. You know, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> they're up all freaking night. Right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it was, it was, and I got to see Baloo, of course, Thomas. Uh-huh. I always love hanging out with him. I missed the Friday night Baloo. when he did the nose flute. I was like, oh, oh he does that dance and it gets me roaring, you know? And I was like, I missed it. He didn't do it Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> always brings us chocolates. So it was oh, always yeah. a good time. I had some of that. Yeah, right. So, you know, and honestly, and his brother Steph, Steph, yeah. yeah. You know, honestly, through the years, it, it's just more fun to just go hang out with everybody, see everybody that one time Absolutely. a year. Absolutely. Yeah. Than it is to, you know, go out and fly. Like that's, you know, flying is just an afterthought. If you get time or you got something you want to go bash around or something. And I'm yeah. not bragging at all. Believe me, I'm not because it's nothing to brag about. But I was drinking beers all night and I never got a buzz. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> I never, I couldn't believe it. Now Patrick's looking at me. He's like, I'm, I'm, you know, yeah. he's like, he's like, and I'm like, I, I, I can't get to that. Effect. I don't know if it was the hot weather or what. But it's I'm probably like, your high tolerance, Mike. No, I'm not. Bra- <laughs> I am not bragging at all. But it was like drinking water for for me so for some reason. I just like huh, whatever. They switched so, it out. Yeah, I, th- I think they did. I bet they did. I bet they filled my yinglings with water. That's what it was. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, that was my one token uh, token drink that weekend. That took a lot of self restraint, but nope. I had one yingling that evening. Yeah, that you was said it. You had a, you, well, you had that meal beforehand, too, which obviously helped, yeah. I think. And that was nice oh, of Wendy a, to go get us KFC. Oh, no oh, way. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. She brought a lot of food for us, I <laughs> wow. think. Her chipped in a little bit for that. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Yeah, Every, everybody needed that, that little dose of sodium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. After all that oh, sweat, there's oh, only, so many times you can eat at the vending huts. You know, <laughs> like, oh, like, like uh, that no, pork, were good pork, too. pork sandwich. Were, I was like, oh, it did not set well no. with me. I don't know why, but I just like it was eating me up most of that evening. Huh. Yeah. And then yep. I chased it with like a che- what was it cheese pretzels and a corn dog and I don't oh. know, I had a lot of things. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, uh, yeah, the vendors were good this year too. And yeah, the ice cream, I never got an ice cream. I was so, I wanted an ice cream so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you know, on on that whole, like we were sweating something fierce. Like Tuesday, I got out of the car and I had been, I had been cognizant of the weather because Chris had been feeding me reports and it was getting hotter and hotter. So I'd be out at lunch and, you know, after work and everything for like 45, 50 minute walks, you know, just trying to, get acclimatized and i got out of the car tuesday and it was like someone dumped a bucket on me the moment i stepped out of the air-conditioned car it was madness it was like wow wow so it took me it well it took me the better part of that day just to just to um 
um, uh, just to get cleaned out and just, just to get acclimatized. Right. And uh-huh. just, yeah, mm, I don't know, but it, uh, I, I certainly got better at it as the week went on and I was like, okay, okay. And then we had the rain and that broke the humidity and everything. So, right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It was Robert Pringle that was playing the harmonica. Oh, okay. Sweet. What else, Andre? You got some stuff sitting in front of you or something. There, I do. Huh? Okay. Um, so, 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 this is all, and I was on a mission because I've been getting, I haven't flown my night radiant yet. I've had that airplane for a bit, and I haven't flown it because I didn't want to fly it off spectrum. I didn't like having that receiver and that module, and, and uh, a radiant doesn't need a stabilizer, right? So, I put down some coin, and I picked up, that is a little tiny, that is the FR Sky uh, GRX6, so a six-channel receiver uh-huh. with built-in Vario, Chris. Look at that. Oh, that is, that is built in Vario. Look how tiny that little yeah, thing is, right? Wow. The eight channel is just a little bit longer because of the controls, um, but that'll hook in. I don't need to put a Vario into the thing now. Like, like I have an external Vario for the uh, my normal Radian, and it will do all the. I can do my battery sensing if I want, and all this stuff. That's now, sweet. Well, that sounds now like this our is, mission later, maybe. Yeah. To get my Vario, meter yeah. and my Radian. Yeah, uh, for those there's some people commenting that uh, the the, awesome. the the Facebook stream is having some issues. That's not us. That's Facebook, unfortunately. So the next thing I got, and I put the I put the link into the into I can't the chat. How small that is that. that I know. Like Isn't that sweet? So one of the guys there, Brian, uh, last year when the radiant came out, and we we're talking about the light module and everything. He's like, I'm coming up with a better product. You will not care an ounce about the the built-in one. Uh, the built-in switch mechanism, even if you can control it, and he, he's quite right. So, so Brian came up with this. I'm going to paste it into the chat again, uh, and you guys can catch it from there. Does it show how to install it and utilize it at that link? Uh, I'm going to do a video for that, actually. Oh, cool. uh, do, 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 paste. I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> Excited. Yeah. So this is a little Arduino board. With a built-in variable barometer in it, and you can control the whole thing from your remote. So, hence why I wanted a six-channel remote for my for my Radian. So, it does two things, Christian. One, you get independent addressing of all the wings. So now you can do things: green tip on one side, red tip on the other side. You can nice. control the lights. The existing controller just does the whole plane, right? Mm-hmm. So everything has just got this pattern. Yep. You can do anything you want with this now. When you pick up altitude and you go up every 100 feet, mm-hmm. you can do the center line, side line, doesn't matter. Anyhow, for every 100 feet, a light goes up. So oh, wow. one, two, three, four. Yeah. Even better, even better. When you have sink or lift, uh-huh. the tail, if you're going up, green. No you're going down, way. red. If you're neutral, so at white. night you can tell when you're You can tell what's going on. You that can get your, your, you get your tail orientation. That sounds so flipping awesome. Wow. Uh, and, and, it is just a tiny board. It is bigger. Obviously, it's bigger, but this will control the whole thing. Uh, it's got all the pins for all the lights, so you take out all that jumble that the, that they put in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that, that, that should so make it cool. a lot better. It should make the experience a lot better. Oh, I'm probably going to heat shrink it or find some kind of case or something for it to protect uh-huh. it. Yep. Um, but I can't wait to put this in and just, you know, then That's you can do all your color cool. patterns. You can do all – and it's completely controllable. And they – 
it would be so nice not to the... hear the beeps late in the evening and or whenever yeah. and just watch the visual right visual effects. yeah right. yeah so cool. or like in in i i'm looking you don't forward get much to thermals it at midnight i don't think no no <laughs> no but the guys are out flying and you know they fly the boys were flying the radians they were flying the radians hard they were doing loops and oh, stuff geez. like this with them and all kinds of crazy don't stuff get me started um, on that <laughs> It's not a stunt plan. It's not, yeah. It's, but it, yeah, you know, exactly. But I could just see myself, you know, like, okay, you're not going to sit down in a chair because you're just going to eat by all the bugs. But, right. you know, like, it's just, it, I was watching it. Um, I had my old man glasses with me this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? It made a difference in the later flights. Uh, it really calmed me down and allowed me to relax and enjoy because I could see the airplane nice and clear. Um, Eddie Black writes, <laughs> You guys are forgetting the accent on the blame Andre. Come on, keep, <laughs> keep, keep with the program here. Um, but I just I saw this and I had to buy it immediately. I like the the, the switching set, setup I have in my existing plane, but build to control it and give the product. This is what Horizon should have done in the first place with that airplane, right? right. You know, it's like right. they put in an okay product. This is next level. Right. This is completely next level. The fact that you can go on and program it yourself and do your own light pattern and everything, so you can do almost anything you want with this airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was neat was some of the people were adding extra little lights on the end, on the tips, and everything. So really starting to customize his aircraft and um, a few people were laminating them, I've noticed. So just getting that little extra structural rigidity out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing that people were not realizing is the lights do draw a little bit of extra power. Oh, and yeah. if you're not, unless you're running a 2200, you've mm-hmm. got to think about that, oh, right? Yeah. So it's, you want to run that other timer. So, and, and, and just go from there. So it's, uh, yeah. But I, I'm pumped. I'm pumped about this airplane. Um, really, the only difference I'm going to make to the wings now is I'm going to add an extension, a servo extension, just so the wings go on nicer. Uh, and really, that's that's it for that plane. It'll be up and flying. But I've got an, uh, a fresh FR Sky receiver to go into it, like the six channel, which I'm totally like. And the same price. It was it was the same price for the six or eight. And I'm like, well, the six is so tiny. So the combination of these two together, I should be good. I should be perfect I for that so aircraft. I so wish you lived close to us because I would go thermal flying with you in a heartbeat. I, I want to do, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do it today. I want to do it today. Well, if I leave now, I'll yeah. be there by six o'clock. To, no, sir. I'll be there by eight o'clock tonight, oh, just in time. Plus all your gear would have to be installed, too. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that <laughs> while I'm driving. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. So, I would love to do that. But uh, we, we got up for a quick – and it was funny, Chris. I I had the shakes. We did the radiant flight, oh, and I was funny. so the plane was out of trim. Yep. I was all like shaky, and I'm like, it took it took a good couple climbs before I relaxed, and my vario was acting weird. So I, uh, at least I had the altitude callouts, and I'm like, okay, and the trim was all wacky, and I'm yeah. like, whoo, breathe, breathe. And remember last year um, when I flew the airplane. The settings weren't in the remote, so I'm like programming up some additional stuff, and I'm like, I had no, I had no rates or anything programmed into this thing. It was just 100 percent with no. So I'm like, no wonder it's all porpoising <laughs> out of the way, because I'm like, I got no expo on my elevator. I'm just throwing input, you know. But it's so. probably a good thing we didn't do a collective fly then with it the night before. Oh, it was, it would have been bad. It was just, <laughs> you know, it, it just took me a, a little couple minutes, and then of course yeah. it was dinner, and then after that we're like, well, we had dinner. And then we owned the field, and we uh, we got out there, and we just FPV'd, and right. uh, you know I flew every one of my packs. I changed my battery packs. Oh my god, was with you we, for that with that? Just uh, there was a couple. Nick, Nick um, Simpson. 
Yes, he was trying to get his dart going, uh, and then we had Which a couple had guys. A, that's another thing from the event. He had an air horn compressed. I heard. Oh, oh yes. He showed it to us. Oh, you were in the car, uh, but he well, showed it to us. On uh, there was a mishap at one point where someone pulled the valve and no. like deafened <laughs> everyone <laughs> in the hangar. Are you something. serious? It was bad. I guess. Wow. It was real bad. Like <laughs> they told me about it. like someone. They went to lift it up, and the hose grabbed the pull valve oh. until he could get. He's like, he's like running. He's like, no, you know. And it was like just solid. And everyone's ears are twinkling. Wow. He got finally got over to shut it off, but I guess it was it uh, was bad. It huh? was ear piercing at the, wow. to say the least. But then he said. They, they found a sticker. He said, honk, if you have PV, or he's like, I got to put that on the air tank. And he did. He was so excited to do that. Oh, that's there was a lot of decals floating yeah. around, too, stickers and stuff. At I the bet. Event, which we put some up. I know Mike Finley's on your mic. That I'm like, what is Woat? He's like, worst of all time. I'm like, <laughs> right. oh, my gosh. I would have never picked up on yeah. that, but it's it's flipping hilarious. And then, obviously, the pound blame Andre yep, yep. for buying no, all the planes. No, pound blame. Hashtag. Oh, no, I'm my sorry. God. <laughs> it just hit me. Pound. <laughs> pound. Oh, man. I'm so sorry. I cannot Mike, say Mike, you I, yourself. I am, yeah, I'm not in the right era. Pound. Leave it to me to bust no. off the hashtag. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag blame Andre was floating around, and I know he was sticking it on some people's vehicles. Did you ever hear anything about that? Yes, <laughs> yes. Lane, Lane found his, and then A. a-, a- Ron. A. a- Ron. His. A. a- Ron. That's funny. Oh, that was fun. Wow. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else on Flight Fest? Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, I got this while I was there, which was pretty darn cool. Uh, so, so anybody oh, who yeah. is a, uh, yeah, look at that. Zero, zero, one. Yep. Yeah. So that, those are pretty cool. Uh, yeah, overall, I'd say the event was, uh, pretty happening. So, uh, everybody's, uh, yeah, everybody's, uh, hacking away on the, uh, uh the, it's gotta be Facebook because even I've, uh, redone mine. Yeah, what what we're gonna do here, real quick, as soon as we get done, we got lots more to talk about. The Thunderbirds are really cool at Flight oh, Fest yeah. too. They fly those up in sequence. Yeah. Um, I, one guy built all of them. I can't remember who built all of them. Do you know? Ben it's Ben Harbor's design. Keegan Sponholes. Uh, he had a huge. Was he the uh, one who built most of them? I think maybe. Yeah, between them all, they've been doing it, and then they put a then they put a print cover. So they take the top layer skin off, and they put down like a a printed uh, colored skin, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of work, but they look fantastic. Oh, they were beautiful, and then they also flew one of them with the B fifty two, which looked phenomenal, yeah. like it was you know escorting it. Yeah, and, flight, and it's so scale. It's cool. That yeah. was that was the whole thing. Oh. Like Ben was like. Yeah, oh, I can't man. downscale the F-16 anymore. It won't fly. So mm-hmm. I guess I'll just upscale the B-52. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, so was awesome. it was big, But it flew. It flew great. He had tons of power control and everything. Oh, there's, there's Mike's decal. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I gave away an absolute ton, ton of these things. Um, oh, good. So, yeah. yeah so Did there's you get all the selfies you requested? Yeah, I'm looking for more. So if you if you do take a selfie, I, I put the app on my phone so I can grab them and stick them up uh, on our uh, on our Instagram and social media feeds and everything. So yeah, do it, do it. Yeah. All right, folks. Send this stuff, and I, I'm going to mail out some other decals good. as well. So good deal. 
uh, here's what we're going to do real quick. We got lots more to talk about, some really big information and news, but we're going to take a quick five-minute break. So if you want to grab some coffee, you got to hit the bathroom real quick. Uh, I'm going to reset our feed. I got to reset Andre. I got a sound issue going on with my laptop anyway. We're going to reset. We'll be back here in five minutes. So go refill your coffee cup, go hit the restroom and come back and uh, we'll reset and be back in five minutes. All right. Time for a donut. Time for a donut. So get your coffee and donuts, and we'll be back here in about five minutes. Okay? We'll see you guys in a minute. All right. We're back. Uh, Hopefully, everybody's got their coffee and stuff. Um, Wrong one. Wrong button. Okay. Um, Big news. Lots of stuff here we're going to chat about. Uh, man, I'm a little nervous about this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would be if I was you. <laughs> I'm nervous, Mike. I'm, yeah, uh, <clears throat> I don't want to talk. All right. <laughs> um, okay, we'll just um, spill it out here. After, uh, uh, wait, wait till uh, some people pop back in because I see we're just at six. <sighs> let's talk just a, something. All right, let's just talk about, about big, big news RC or, after hours a little bit. Surprisingly, I mean, we've been doing this for like five years now. And if somebody told me in year one or year two, Andre, that five years later, we'd still be doing this, talking about really toy airplanes and stuff like that and and talking to manufacturers and, you know, getting inside scoop on things and I, I, there's, I didn't think it would ever happen. I mean, it was basically, it was just a thing I wanted to start, you know, because you get a few guys together and just chat about flying and RC and stuff. New stuff yeah, out. new new procs and everything. So to go from where we were and where we started to now five years down the road and doing what we're doing and talking to everybody and manufacturers and everything, I, I never thought it would, you know, it would happen. So... Um, we got some more people rolling. I'm trying to get my feed to come back up here on the RC After Hours. I can't find it. Get rid of that. Should be up. Maybe this is it. Nope, that's not it. So anyway, um, a big decision has been made that, um, and you know, maybe some rumors are already floating around there. Mike, <laughs> I don't know how much you were talking. <laughs> no, I didn't about, really talk. I uh, didn't. I didn't really talk much about. It. I, uh, some people seem like they knew before yeah. I even. I would. I didn't say anything. But when I knew they were in the know, right? Then I would talk. But right, I didn't really say a whole lot. Yeah, um, I'm deciding to step down from RC after hours after a long, long, long decision. It was tough, and I'll get into it. More. I'm, I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Um, but the good news is. Andre is definitely going to continue on the legacy of RC After Hours, and I'm sure I'm going to be popping in a little bit here and there. And Mike, you you want to continue on? I don't know. <laughs> I can't honestly say. Because I think you, you will. It, it's going to be hard to talk. I mean, Andre does a great job. You do a great job. I I'm just a sidekick. I don't have anything invested in it like you guys. I don't I don't do the work that you guys do. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I don't know. I mean. You you go, I don't know. And I tried run running things by the wife, like to maybe set up a studio in my basement and uh-huh. stuff, but she said 
she said a very firm no. So yeah, it's like, oh man, I'm like thinking to myself, isn't this my, I mean, I understand. I mean, every now and then you have guests coming in your house or whatever. So right. I can't totally throw it under the bus, but it was, eh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and, and I know you got a lot of other things going on. We both have quite a bit with family and so it's, a, it is a lot of work on your end and I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you're like every other second week just feeling like maybe an obligation to get a show yeah. out there and stuff. And you had content and people right. you were meeting with scheduling and right. There's a lot of work on your guys's part for sure that I can observe. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I just show up and chit chat with some <laughs> you just friends, show up you with know? the donuts. So I don't right? feel like I'm as critical to the RC after hours as you two guys are. Yeah. I mean, and kudos to your hosting ability. You can read, talk, keep, keep train of thought where I'm like, tangent mike you know everything's <laughs> just kind of scatterbrained over here so yeah i don't think i could actually host or mm-hmm. play a larger role in it so right. i don't know yeah if i i can do that so right. but anyways go ahead with your story no it, it's, it's, it's a shame it's a bittersweet i mean i i've yeah we've had a I don't lot of think fun about it I you know even, oh yeah absolutely uh a ton of fun doing this show and and honestly it's going to be missed the I don't. I'm not going to miss everything else, but I'm going to. You're going to miss the work. You're not going to miss the work involved. I'm going to miss coming in the studio at eight o'clock in the morning, firing up everything, getting ready to go with the show. And you, you, you used to really love to see the new content out, which I don't have that passion that you did. Like you were going to all the different ven, um, yeah, websites yep. and keeping up on stuff, mm-hmm. which I think you lost that passion a little, possibly too. Yeah, things things have changed, and and honestly, I haven't flown. And it's probably been over well, a year. We both haven't flown yeah. in over a year, right? So uh, you feel, yeah, it's not it's maybe even just time constraints and stuff. Right, we're just it's a shame because yeah. it was a good time. Yeah, and we did have a lot of fun doing that. And you know, I've been talking to Andre about this for a long time. It's not something just kind of popped in my head. Even well, actually, for our listeners, it yeah, is. yeah, yeah, for it's sure, for pretty sure. drastic. Um, you know, actually, it's been probably what, Andre, at least a year, maybe that I've been kind of back and forth with this a little bit, you know, what to do, keep it going. Um, but I'll start, you know, the process, I'll, I'll I'll pull back the curtain a little bit and talk about you know, what, what actually went down. Yes. And stuff um, too. It actually started a couple years ago. Uh, I, I had a, a few little health issues, nothing major. Everything's good. Don't don't worry about me. I'm fine. But uh, I've always been a very uh ambitious adventurous type person you know always raced <laughs> adrenaline yeah. freak in uh, my uh, book I'm, i think uh yeah <laughs> oh no they're 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 saying blame andre <laughs> it's not andre's fault <laughs> no, blame andre. If, if anything andre's the the guy who's really talked me through a lot of this and kept this podcast going because there's a lot of moments where i was like man i i just don't know if i can keep going he's like ah oh, you know let's try this let's do this so andre's probably the biggest uh, person that's kept this, you know, kept me going and kept the podcast going. So I don't want you to do the blame Andre thing for that. Um, but I've always been a, kind of an adrenaline junkie. Uh, like I said, you know, raced and rode motocross for years or, or trying to keep myself very active. And when RC hit, it, it was very intriguing to me learning about it. Uh, I, I had tons of fun meeting new people. Like I, it's amazing the people I have met, you know, in my you know, 10 years of, of doing this. And then, you know, flight, obviously flight tests changed a a lot of, you know, (laughs) what, what I was doing and, and everything. Um, 
but it, it kind of boiled down as having some health issues and I really missed getting out doing the, the, the real active stuff, whether it be motocross or mountain biking or whatever. So I, I kind of had to change my lifestyle a little bit and work on my health and, and get a little healthier. So the RC stuff kind of went to the back burner a little bit. I thought I'd get healthier and I only ended up doing more damage. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> also the, a couple other big things and, and I'm a, before you start yeah, go I, ahead. I, and I, there he has an aura about him that i just i'm attracted to like like well obviously with the <laughs> podcast you know it's like i gotta be around this guy he, because of your adrenaline and, uh-huh. or you're a junkie or whatever but then then the mountain bike i'm like okay whatever he's doing i want to be part of because yeah. it's gonna be good and it's gonna be epic <laughs> it's you gonna know? be it's, fun yeah exactly right. well my body thought otherwise yeah. obviously and my skill level wasn't there obviously yeah. to do mountain biking but but you do you have a personality people love to listen to you talk uh-huh. be around you you share great stories you have a good appreciation of life you have a lot going on yeah i just i can't say enough about you and oh, even even chad that, and i was talking or like me and chris is absolutely great guy you yeah. know and you, people want to be around you man oh, it's absolutely that. so yeah go go ahead no. with your stories though and um and i'll do everything i can to still hang out sure with you as much oh, as I, I feel like i'm losing a friend oh, here no, no, losing no. the podcast i don't know no but anyways um and, and a lot of things behind the scenes people didn't know and i'm not complaining by no means i'm just trying you know to give you guys a little insight like even for last year my youngest son was on a a, a highly competitive travel tournament team so we were traveling around a lot of times to three different states and we still you know i i felt very passionate still that uh, you know i i needed to do the podcast i felt for our listeners and everybody that liked the show that you know i i had to keep that constant you know every other sunday thing so there were a lot of times last year you know we might might have been two three hours away you know their their game started on friday night and went all the way into sunday I would drive home Friday yeah, night even or, or that, even, yeah. you know, I'm sorry, like Saturday sometime, uh, do the podcast on Sunday. And a lot of times I ended up driving back to the baseball game sometimes. So it was a big, uh, you know, thing for me. It, it took its toll a little bit. Sure. Um, and then, of course, this year uh, or even last year, my oldest son and I really got into mountain biking. So, you know, we're trying to do some mountain biking and, and obviously some uh, mountain bike enduro racing. Um, so that's been taking up a lot of time. And then this year, what happened was last year, it was just going to watch my son play this year. We toned things down a little bit. We wanted to bring it a little closer to home, but somehow, and I, and to this day, I'm not really sure how I got talked into it, but I got talked into help coaching his baseball team. So now my Sundays, like I couldn't, you know, when we had games on Nor- Sundays, you were in a, you were in a scenario where you could drop off and go. Correct. Now you're in a scenario where you got to, st- and I understand that because I assisted coach the past three or four years. Yes. You got to be there. You know what I mean? There's right. an obligation, you know? Right. So I totally get it. So there's no way I could just like, I'm not going to be here just for the game Sunday. And fly back or right. come back to do a right. podcast right. at that point. And that was a big decision. Uh, but we got through that and, and now we're, we're focused a lot more on the mountain biking and the mountain bike racing and a little bit of moto here and there. So, it, you know, when I got away from the podcast a little bit, I, I, I felt a little bit of a relief, you know, you not that pressure. That, yeah. yeah. And, and I, it, it just, you know, I think 
that's where I had to go with it. I just, you know, and like, you're spending time with your son with the mountain yes. biking, which is awesome. I'm never going to argue that. Down, right. So. Right. And, and my kids don't want anything to do with RC. We tried it. I know. Isn't know? that a shame? Even yeah. with my son, it's just like a different era, right. a different generation. Yeah. Like we were eating dinner and my son's watching ESPN, but he's watching <laughs> video gamers. Oh yeah. 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 And yeah. ultra reality, you know, the third person, and he's like all in there. He's like, oh, prize money is like 200000 or something. Right. I'm watching Indian game over the left side, and he's mm-hmm. watching, he's uh, totally absorbed into the – it wasn't uh, it was, it wasn't um, Fortnite. It was a competitor. I don't uh-huh. know the name of the game. but Right. I'm like, wow, I just can't believe how that stuff's taken off. And that generation's so absorbed into the third person uh, shooting up games and stuff, right. it seems. Right. But anyways. <laughs> and, you know, the other big thing, uh, you know, I wanted to talk that – I, I, we kind of put a little effort. We actually got a, a big shed. You know, the other okay. Here's yeah, this a, is a huge here's part another too, part, mm-hmm. part of the story. Mm-hmm. Here. This to me was the final nail in the in the coffin. It um, seems like you know, my son's fifth, the oldest one's fifteen. He kind of wanted his own room, which would be the podcast studio. Another very understandable. So scenario. I get it, no yeah. problem. Uh, we ended up actually getting a big uh, sixteen by twelve shed. And talks were building a studio there, having a cool podcast in there. It was going to be beside the house. Well, where you could wire hook it yeah, up. Yeah, have electric and, and that, yeah, and window. Right. Mount, exactly. Something. Well, it turned out uh, with our uh, zoning here where I live that um, we couldn't keep the shed there. We actually got it, put it in, painted it to the house and everything, went to get the zoning permits and realized that. Uh, we couldn't keep it there. I even paid an extra like 300 some dollars for a variance fee, had to meet with the board thinking they would approve it, this and that. And Got- where it's at, honestly, I didn't even know it was there. Your neighbors were all good with it, yes. signed off on it. Neighbors it's just, were it's good. unbelievable what, what went down with all this. Right. And turned out that the board voted it down, that I can't keep the shed where I have it. So that was a huge... That, the bum that was a yeah. huge bummer. Right. I don't know how else to put it. Right, right. <laughs> Deflated you. So that really kind of put the nail in the coffin uh as far as me and, and really keeping the show. Yeah, we could do something different or go in the garage, but I don't really want to downsize the show anymore. And you know, initially when we started the show, my whole goal goal was and it never really worked out. Uh, my internet was the another issue. We were promised to have fiber optic down here. It actually went in uh last fall i believe and it um or actually two falls ago so it was a year in the fall the wires all been run the, the lines are all in but they have not hooked anything up to the houses so our internet is still kind of pretty dodgy here and the ultimate goal why i wanted to do with the podcast is create um a rate you know an rc radio call-in show which we you know dabbled with a little bit when we first got going it was amazing but my ultimate goal was to sit come in 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 a couple evenings actually a week is what i wanted to do and have a call-in show pick a topic and just have you know have a regular radio yeah and that was the ultimate goal with rc after hours talk about stories talk about subjects you know just make it an open forum and with you know our schedules and stuff and the, and things that go on you know after work a lot of times i don't have a lot of energy i you know uh, and andre you can attest to that too it's hard to come home after a hard day of work you know and get yourself motivated and do a podcast in the evening along with you know baseball schedules and football sc- and and basket it just it, it never really worked out for us uh so we just kind of kept to our little 
little janky show that we're you know currently doing right now. So there was lots of things that you know Asp- I wanted to aspirations do aspirations with it and really wanted to make it grow and make it big, but it just physically didn't happen and there was limitations. So, uh, but I'm happy with what we did. I think a lot of people enjoyed it. Uh, and, and again, when I was in here talking, like even right now, I, I enjoy this sitting here and. You know, we're talking with everybody uh, through Facebook, and you're here, and Andre's here, and this is the part I'm going to miss the most. You know, just hanging out, talking RC. I still love to talk RC. Like I still get on the internet and look at things and see the new things, and you know, check it out. And I like, I still like to talk about. It. But as far as the flying aspect, you know, it's I just don't have time uh, to do stuff like that. Yes, I am keeping some airplanes. Like the Radians will never go. I got some favorites here in the studio, the Wildcat, and you know the Mystique and stuff like that. That stuff is going to stay with me. It's not like I'm just dropping everything. I, it feels like that. It, though. It I don't does. know why. I, yeah. It definitely feels like because I this past year I struggled so hard to get you out, yeah. even to fly anything. It's like it's not happening. Right. I can tell. It's tough. Yeah, it I really can tell. is. Um, so you know it is what it is, but. I, you know, like I said, the good thing is uh, uh, Andre's going to keep it alive, and I, I think Mike, really, you should just kind of hang in there. I, I don't think, you know, <sighs> I don't know. We, we, I just like I said, I don't do any but, part really other than showing up and hanging out with friends. Yeah. I just I don't. Yeah, um, it actually was Andre. I don't know if you could agree with this, but it, you know, once we got in deep a little bit, especially with a lot of these manufacturers and stuff. I really realized how small like the RC community like really is with these, you know, uh, tight knit, like everybody knows everything, everybody. And I was really shocked at some of the stuff that went on behind the scenes and, and things that happen in this really small, you know, you don't realize how small this community really is. And part of me a little bit, Andre, just a little part of me is kind of bummed the way things are run you know with with Mm -hmm. these rc manufacturers Mm -hmm. and the way they do things and i feel you know we put out a a lot of love for a lot of people you know i'm talking everybody hobby king e-flight motion whatever and just a little part of me feels like you know we try to grow the community we really did try to get things out there and help promote things that they worked hard on products lines and stuff that they work hard on I almost feel like, you know, some of them use this a little bit like, yeah, you know, let's talk about this or we got a new proc, but we never got anything in return from this. Like, you know, nothing. If anybody and I'll go to the grave about this, if anybody's going to support anybody, it's get FPV because they hopped on board with us and we don't really even talk a lot of FPV and quad stuff, but. They saw something in us, and and it was kind of a gamble, you know, when, when on their we, part. On yeah. their part, yeah. when we first, I I thought maybe we'd go a couple months with them, and you know they'd help us out a little bit. But they loved our numbers, they loved what we did for them, and they gave they gave us a a chance, and that was all we were really asking for. And we did a great job for Get FPV. So if anybody listening and you want to support somebody go support get fpv they are a fantastic company they've stuck behind us for over a year like when i told them i was kind of stepping down and everything they were really bummed um so i got to give it up to them you know when some Mm -hmm. some Mm -hmm. of these other companies man they just didn't want to you know help really help us out they just you know and I, i was really kind of bummed about that and and a perfect example and I'm going to throw this out there, and and I just 
you know, the feelings are coming out. You know, I, I, I we were just talking about mountain bikings, and we're pretty I heavy know, in yeah, there. I know where you're going with that stuff. Uh, I got some new Michelin tires. Okay, I wanted to try them out. Read some reviews. I, I think they're a good tire. Bought some Michelin tires. Threw it out on my tiny. This wasn't even RC ever. My tiny a little, little itty bitty post or something. personal Instagram account saying, "Hey, I bought some new Michelin tires. I'm, I want to try them out. Read some good things." And a billion dollar company like Michelin seen this post and said, "Oh man, thanks for trying out our tires. This is great. We're going to send you a box of swag." And in and four days later, I had a box of swag in the mail. Unbelievable. And I'm like, how did they even find that, let alone here we are, compliment it that way? You know, week after week after week, trying to help these companies out and pushing their products and, and trying to grow the community and nothing. Like just. Just false promises nothing, sometimes. Yeah. You know, and it, it just really kind of bummed me out on, on that aspect. Uh, I, I thought on that end, it would grow and, and be better for us and, and help. Every all our listeners are like, hey, here's some of our new product. Try this out. Fly this. Tell us what you think. You know, and it just never really materialized. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if anybody, I think Hobby King was one of the one of the best uh, companies out there. They treated us very well. They did, you know, get us uh, product and everything, and and asked for our feedback. So you know, I got to give it up uh, to Hobby King a little bit. You know, they did step up and help us out and were probably some of the nicest people that we've met and talked to. Do you agree with that, Andre? Or Yeah, yeah. We had some really positive experiences until, um, I guess, end of last year when things changed a little bit. And it right. just kind of, you know, different yeah. personality, different point, different take. And unfortunately, um, yeah. And yeah. you know what? We're, we've been a lot less enthused about their products because, simply put, the conversation ended. Yes. You know, the... the um, uh, you know, there's just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, unfortunately just felt like they, uh, they changed their, their, the exact quote was that our numbers weren't good enough. And I, I kind of called BS on it and said, you know what, like you said, we do a good product and we're not a flash in the pan kind of, kind of scenario, which is if that's what they want, say la vie. Uh, yeah. and so, yeah. And we, we've experienced that a couple of times, unfortunately, right. with several manufacturers where, you know, lots of ideas, lots of promise, lots of hope, right. and then no follow through and exactly. a lot of, a uh, lot of demand on us. So, yeah. 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 Uh, There's only so many times you can poke too. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, no yeah. response. It's right. like, you, then you feel kind of bad right. about the situation. Um, and, and Bill Decker just made a good point. He said, Stephen Neal is a man. And I, I will agree with that between Stuart and Stephen, they were probably, are, you know, I consider them, you know, friends of ours and they really kept us in the loop and let us know what was going on and helped us out. So, you know, those two people right there, you know, I, uh, good examples of what should yeah, be done and right, how it should right. be done. Um, on a side note, Andre, uh, do you have an idea? I know, you know, this has been kicked around a lot of, you know, what you might be doing in the future. Are you keeping it the same? Are you, you know, changing things up? Because basically what I did is I said, Andre, if you want to keep this thing going, you are more than welcome. Whatever I can do to help you out. Um, here's the keys. Here you go. It's, it's yours now. So whatever you want to do, um, you know, I will back you a hundred percent and help you out. So, uh, what, what do you think the plans are here coming up in the, in the future? Well, there were those two podcasts I did on my own while you were away or we just couldn't, couldn't align. And right. those were tests. Those mm-hmm. were legitimate equipment tests. So I, uh, I've got a few more things I need to develop. I need to put a little bit of more firepower behind the, the camera systems mm-hmm. and, uh, and go from there and just start, 
um, thinking about how to do the show. Uh, obviously, it's going to have a slightly different dynamic because it's just, you know, me, whoever comes in as a co-host, they'll be remote, unfortunately. And that means also two remote connections for the two uh, hosts uh, or, or guests or whatever. So I haven't quite figured out the dynamic. Obviously, the content is still going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just going to be a little different. So the show is going to change. Um, and if we can figure out how to set you up remotely, we'll get you. We'll, I'll drag your your butt out of, uh, <laughs> you know, especially come the winter when yeah. you can't be biking. Right. Um, I'll drag your butt out of bed sure. so we can do a podcast together, and, and we'll uh, we'll figure that out. Um, sure. So obviously some stuff is going to change, but the show will essentially be there. And I got a lot of those comments at Flight Fest. People were really happy that I was able to record something before, sure. give them something to listen to. And, you know, I have to develop a little bit more as in my own independent. I got to work on the ums and ahs. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, the yeah, yeah. that's the one thing I noticed about my uh, last podcast is because, you know, the mental the mental train is going while you're talking. You know, yeah. we, we don't have those pauses where we can bounce off each other and think right. of an idea. Yeah, it's uh, tough. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and foster some different relationships with different manufacturers because you know the the same old and uh, who are are guilty of uh, oh, guilty is not the right word but you know just those 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 lack of opportunities that's the probably the better word to use um, you know no matter how hard we tried we just never got the traction that that was sort of indicated and uh, so you know why. Um, why play nice if they're not going to cooperate with us, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So. Right, right, right. Um, and there was um, just some real small talk, and it's not 100% official yet, but uh, Mike is a little bit interested in taking all my equipment. Possibly mm-hmm. uh, he's got a ton of room down in his huge basement down there next to the, all the Legos. Uh, <laughs> well, we're getting rid of those slowly and surely. But. Um I don't know. I mean, I just, that was an idea I tossed up. I hate even mentioning it because I just, I don't know. Right. Honestly, I don't think people like listening to me as much as but, you two. So, <laughs> honestly, here, here's the thing, though. If, I got to be serious. If you about just it. have the equipment, though, and have the setup, you know, Andre can still be the host and everything, but you, you know, just run the show and you'll still or give have, him those pause moments where he can collect his thoughts. Yeah, and stuff, right. Chime in every right, now and then. Right. Um, so, yeah, just a, uh, possibility down the road that you just might take all my equipment maybe have a little studio in your basement and run it that way i gotta talk to the wife again I think, <laughs> honestly because it's it's yeah it's a shared home so right but you know i respect I, that uh you know like andre mentioned though i'm probably not going to be completely out of the loop you know there might be some really cool things pop up and i might call andre and go hey man if you're doing a show this sunday i'd like to hop in talk about you know i don't want to be completely out Probably. of the loop you know but yeah. i just uh i don't want that obligation where oh man you, yeah, you know i got like you have to get the yeah yeah out. right 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 um so uh anything else i mean i don't have <laughs> you dropped a bomb i i'll be honest well like i and said I'm sure our listeners too. yeah yeah it, it was it was really tough it really was but it just it got to a point where you know it wasn't they're well, all valid I mean, it's all valid. Everything's yeah. valid in your, your right. statements and right. stuff, and I get it. But yeah, it's just bittersweet. And you know, I can't thank our listeners enough. Like, because honestly, without you guys and and our numbers that we've seen through the podcast, like I'm overwhelmed with how many people actually listen to this janky show. Like every Sunday morning, we get up and just sit here and yak. And you know, sometimes I sit back and reflect and go, 
why do people really want to listen to us? We're just a bunch of idiots over here (laughs) talking about toy airplanes, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, I just got to thank everybody out there. It's been a wonderful ride. Again, I never thought we'd be doing this for five years. I mean, that's it crazy. It sounds like our podcast is one of the better RC yeah, type I, podcasts I think, out there um, if you gauge things. Talking like to other people and looking at numbers. And yes, our, our RC, you know, for an RC podcast, we were way one of the last, there. the longest. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's been fun. Uh, anything you want to add, Andre? I'm, <laughs> I, I don't know if there's much more I could say. I'm kind of, you know, a little, a little emotional, I guess, a little bit. I didn't think, you know, but man, it's it's been fun. It's been a good time. Uh, yeah, no, right there with you, buddy. Right yeah. there with you. Uh, but we do have Andre on a mountain bike, so uh, <laughs> you never know. We might start a mountain bike podcast. I, <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, man. Uh, other than that, that's about it. Uh, so. You know, here comes a change, but the RC After Hours is still here and probably be around for a while longer, which I'm really happy about. You know, I'm I'm really happy that Andre decided to step up and and keep things going. So, I have a stack of stickers, people. A stack of stickers. We'll figure out how to get these out of. I should have, Mike. I should have let the walk with you in the U.S. because it'll be cheaper to ship them out. <laughs> <laughs> I will figure this all out. We got this under control. Good deal. Uh, other than that, I think that's about it. I'm wrapping up the last podcast for uh, for your the end, host for, sure. for my end. Yep, and that'll be it. And on to the the new RC after hours, I guess. And that's it. I don't. <laughs> I'm a loss for words at this point. I don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. So. All right, everybody, I'm going to quit babbling on. Uh, Man, my hands are all sweaty. I'm nervous. This is crazy. But anyway, uh, thanks again for everything you guys have done. Uh, It's been a tremendous ride. Uh, Thanks to Get FPV. Like, if it wasn't for Get FPV, you know, the show probably wouldn't have been still going, honestly. I mean, that's, that's just the truth. So make sure to go support Get FPV. Them guys have been fantastic. Um... I can't say enough good things about them. So, other than that, that's it. Uh, next show, uh, look for Andre. He'll probably put a post out or anything for the next show and see what's coming up. I'll be, I'll be listening. It'd be interesting. See what uh, what you come up with there, buddy. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure at all. All right, uh, we're out of here. We're gonna go tinker. We're actually gonna go tinker around a little bit with uh, Radian. So uh, that's it. We'll see you later. All right, see you guys. All right. Bye. Bye.